All right, so welcome to another episode of the Coal Region Campfire. Hopefully everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Um, we did lose Turkey Bowl 16-14, um, but we're going to patch up the bruises, move ahead, and uh, we'll be ready for next year just in case uh, you're wondering. Uh, we did sign some key players on Thanksgiving Day, so uh, I think next year will be a different story. But nonetheless, a uh, new episode this week. Um Martian material store. Uh, if you're in Potsdam, you probably have seen it. Uh, it's been around for about four or five months. And I spoke with Roger, the owner, uh, this week. And hopefully you get what I got from the interview is that he's a very passionate person. Um, you know, full disclosure, when I saw it open, I thought it was crazy. Uh, I didn't think there was any way that something like that could survive. But... Every time I drive by, there's people in there, and after speaking with them, I know why. Um, definitely interesting, definitely has a passion, and is definitely very knowledgeable on the field of uh, Martian materials. So take a listen. We are live at the Martian Materials Meteorite Store in Pottsville. Roger. Hello. Can they hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're, oh, okay. you're live. Cool. And here we have a part of Mars. We have, there's only 132 stones on Earth from the planet Mars. We have six of them, which is a roughly equivalent to 5% of humanity's inventory. Okay, wow. Of meteorites from the planet Mars. So, I guess my first question is, how did you come up with this idea? Because this is, this is a very unique store. What I, At least for possible. What I believe, and this is what happened for, for me personally, there's a couple... Oh, what happened for me personally is that... Um, I wanted something for for the kids to learn mm -hmm. because I believe that when I saw Elon Musk's uh, SpaceX rockets land and they were landing in the ocean, not having to rebuild the entire rocket, I knew the price to access space is going to continuously drop. Mm -hmm. It's going to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. At one point, somewhere along this line, maybe in the next five years or so, it's going to be cheaper to get iron ore out of this asteroid than it would be for me to dig it in the ground. Wow. The problem is the school districts are not going fast enough, right? Because this is going to hit like a tidal wave, and the kids the kids don't have this training yet. So I figured by securing the material and bringing it out to school districts, it would help kids. Now you're from Pottsville, or I'm from Easton initially, but I've been here for now for 15 years. Okay. So this is my hometown now. And this is your this is your full time. Gig? This is my full time gig. Yeah. Wow. So we have material from Mercury, uh, Earth, um, the Moon, Mars, and the asteroid belt within the store itself. Now, for the Pottsville people, I'm sure you guys are aware of the store, but it's right across the street. It's on 2nd Street, right across from the wheel. Um, That's a great restaurant, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they make good it, cheese sandwiches. And it's neat here. I mean, yet, so you have a little arcade. So yes. you have, so you actually sell. So someone could come buy here. And they could come in here and so buy an asteroid. an asteroid. Correct. Okay. Yes. And who's, I mean, I guess kids love this stuff? Because of this. These rocks are highly magnetic. Oh, wow. It's not like your normal. So we're, this is actually... It looks like a piece of rock, but it's... it's Yeah, until you try to drill in it, it'll bust your drill bit. These things have a lot of iron in there. They're highly magnetic. They're extremely dense and way more than Earth's so material. So where do you actually get these from? These come from Northwest Africa. What happens is... I wish I had a camera on the podcast. I'll, I'll take some video oh, afterwards. Cool. This, is in, this is indicative of Pennsylvania right here. Okay. We have trees, mountains, all sorts of crazy stuff here. And vegetation. So when a meteorite fly, when a meteor flies overhead and crash lands, it crash lands behind a mountain. You can't find it. But in places that are in desert environment, like Northwest Africa, mm -hmm. when that stone lands, you can find it because there's oh. no mountains blocking your way. You can see it. So now, miles do you have like a 
like a, a dealer over there that you deal with? I, what happens is nomads actually pick these up, sell it to a meteorite market. American collectors buy it from that market. I buy it from the collectors. Huh? Yeah, it's actually a process that, that yeah. exists. Now, in the back, we have some more, some cooler parts here, too. We actually built... Oh, it's, wow, this it's, is huge back here. It, yeah, it's not actually... It, we call it an arcade, but it's really not. It's a playable video game museum. It's packed, All too. the games in here are circa 1980. In yeah. front of you right now, you have a 60-in-1. You, you can play Asteroids. You can play Space Invaders from 1978. You can play all the original Super games. Mario Brothers? Yes. Over here, what you have is a 1982 Pac-Man pinball machine. This one is fully restored. This one's absolutely outstanding. It's a Who has a high score game. on that? Uh, the high score for Super Mario Brothers, the high score is 459 million. Wow. For Pac-Man, we have a leaderboard for that one. The high score is... It looks it? like it would be Hassan at 5.5 wow. million. Yeah. Now, over here, we have a 1992 Super Mario Brothers pinball machine. This one's one of the most popular games in the area, too. Hmm. People drive from Scranton and Philadelphia to play this game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty neat. So you have so people can order the wheel here? Yeah, they can order the wheel here, and I encourage them to because it's kind of cool. If you, if you order from here, you get a free soda. Oh, if you yeah, if you eat an arcade, you do get a free soda. This is, I mean, this is awesome because <clears throat> I got to tell you, when I when I first saw this, I came with my girlfriend. Like, yeah, this is. I was like, this is weird, but I'm like, this might actually work. It I, might. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> no, trying. No, and to. it's great that I it's like it packed. I mean, I, I you can yeah. tell that you have a lot of enthusiasm, and I just I think that this in this town we need the kids need something to do mm -hmm. because they roam the streets. There's nothing for them. Right. This area provide this, this provides a great place for them to play video games safely in an arcade environment, which is kind of fun. All the games are only a quarter, so it's not expensive for yeah. kids. Like I made sure the pricing for the pinball machines are only a quarter, just like right. it was in 1983, you know? Um, now the front end of the store too, the way I put the solar system in here, this would be kind of, we were, I'm assuming by 2083, this would be common for space mining. That video, that arcade is, would be cool from 1983. There's right. 100 years that separate between here and there. Huh. You know, it's, it's, it's not just a space. There's time. Now, now, a lot of your salespeople walk in, or do you do online sales? I do online sales, but I, I'm hoping to get walk-in. The, okay. reason, the reason being is you can buy stuff online, but it doesn't give you the full experience. You right. won't know that there's iron in meteorites. You won't know why that stone is, is judged from the planet Mercury. They won't know that it was checked by the messenger spacecraft. They won't, they won't get yeah. that because they won't have a chance to talk to anybody. They just bought it online. Now, what's your background? My major was actually economics. Okay. I'm an amateur astronomer as well. All right. But my, my major was economics. What triggered it was economics. When I saw that rocket come down, realizing they don't have to rebuild the rocket all the time, the price is going to get cheaper. Right. Economically, this made sense. Yeah. I mean, you could tell you have a passion for it. I yeah, mean, I do. I do. I believe that this is this is this is the future for us. I believe this is completely the future for us. Like, for example, we're putting a lunar meteorite downtown Pottsville. Uh, do you know where uh, where John F. Kennedy stood in Garfield Square? Yeah. Um, here, I can walk you outside. Yeah, real sure. Quick. What we did over here. This is this is a. Uh, this right here is a Martian rock. We put it in a table okay. in, in a glass container that people can stand on it. So right. people can stand on Mars. So right now I'm... You're I'm, physically standing, I'm standing on a on Martian Mars. rock. Yeah, you're standing on Mars. Effectively. Look at that. I mean, for the technology right. that we have today, you're yeah. standing on Mars. I'm building one similar to this with a lunar rock, which is going downtown in Garfield Square where John F. Kennedy stood. Wow. Because remember, he got us to the moon. Oh, right. That's good symbolism so, there. I like yeah. that. So since he got us to the moon, and the idea was to get Americans to walk on the moon while Im 
embedding a lunar rock in downtown Garfield Square. All Americans can now walk on the moon. So I imagine this, the town's been really receptive, right? I mean, yes, yes. They, they've, they've been helping me. Um, another thing is, too, we're putting a piece of anthracite coal to represent Earth in a similar display at um, Bob Weaver Chevy. You know, oh, okay. Down, down the street. Yeah. Now, here's why I did that. This is why I worked with Bob Weaver for this one in particular. The lunar rock at Garfield Square and the big flag that they have yeah. it, it is exactly 2.5 kilometers away. So if you run from Earth to the moon and back, you just ran a 5K race. Oh. So we're going to have Earth, Moon, 5K oh, race. Oh, look at that. Okay. Pottsville, and the name will be the Apollo run. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. When, when's that scheduled that's for? That's coming soon, actually. I'm talking to Bob. We were going to have the Earth Rock before we all have the Moon Rock. But the Moon Rock, the moon rock will be embedded in Garfield Square when the project's almost done. Now, what's your, what's your, like, what's your vision for this? Well, what I envision eventually for this to do is I want to expand all the way into the back. Okay. You have a lot and of space then, back there. Yeah, I have a lot of space back there. We're not 100% sure of how to utilize that space the best yet because uh -huh. the idea behind it, 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 this is a STEM program. We want, we want it to be for student outreaches for kids so that they can actually uh, understand the material. Like my, it, so back there might be more educational. Right. You know, that's probably what it will now end Now you go up. to schools and stuff? Yes. And that's my primary market is the schools. What, what I find, here, Sue. Sorry about that. Um, what I find is uh, when I take this material to the school districts, I physically take like Martian rocks and let the kids physically hold it right. and ask a million questions. So what you see now is these kids are grabbing a Martian Sherigati and they're grabbing an asteroid and they're asking me why does the asteroid have metal in it and why does the Martian rock not? Mm -hmm. It's primarily iron, but in order for them to understand it, they'll have to understand how planets are formed planetary formation how how earth has an iron core and all the iron sinks in the middle right it's stuff like that you give them a lot of, you give these kids a, a, a chance to understand how this stuff's made so that in 10 years they could get a job yeah because that's where all the jobs are going right and clearly spacex didn't exist 10 years ago now look at it yeah it's crazy blue I mean. origin uh every every billionaire started up their own rocket company for a reason mm -hmm. there's a reason why and my my issue right now that I want to help is I, I want to get more of the local county schools like ones in Schuylkill County to to let me bring that Mars rock and those moon rocks and the asteroids to those kids and let them ask questions and learn. Most of my clients so far have been outside of the county right. and it's disheartening to drive past Pottsville High School or Blue Mountain High School. Yeah. Well, and sometimes if it's right in the neighborhood, you, you, you forget, forget it. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I really There's no excuse. I'm there just, is no excuse. But yeah. I do want them to sign up too. Because Absolutely. I, the reason I put it here is because this area is kind of impoverished. Yeah. So I'm assuming by giving these kids a, a leg up, they'll have a chance for a better future. Absolutely. So that was what the goal was to put it in this location. I mean, I, I know I could have made a lot more of putting it in Philadelphia. But that's not what I wanted to right. do. Those kids have enough stuff there. They yeah. don't have anything here. So, the so how many? How many? Like on, on a on a good day, how many? How many people could be in here? Like kids-wise? Oh, I could have dozens. Wow, dozens. These kids, they found. And we didn't have any marketing money. Right. They just found it. Yeah. You know, they found it online stuff like that. Well, it's that. interesting and enough. Like I said, you, yeah. you see Martian materials. That's yes. that's automatically going to grab your interest. You it know is. I mean? Like it is. It definitely is. And this right here, the Mars stuff, is actually the most important for me personally. I, I think is that your favorite planet? Well, it's more than that. Um, yeah, could you hold that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's more than just my favorite planet. It, it is my favorite planet, actually. You know, I joke around saying. I'm would you walk. take that one-way trip there? <laughs> I think I would. If it was up to me, I'd get off this rock. Um, what I do is I take these. Uh, I take this rock, like for example, this rock's from the planet Mars. I okay. let the kids hold it. Here, you can hold it if you want. 
You're holding wow. you're holding a stone from a different planet. Look at that. It's kind of light, too. It, it is, because that one doesn't have metal. Right. See, the ones that came from different planets, like Mercury, the moon, Mars, they have very little metal content in there. Now, an asteroid, for example, this stone right here. God, I wish this plane had a camera. I, I'm a, I'll, I'll uh -huh. get a camera. Like, this is an asteroid. These are, these are extremely magnetic. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Try that with a Mars rock. Oh. Oh, you dropped the uh, magnet there. Does it have to go on the other side? Yeah, I'll have to pick it up. Oh. Man, that magnet's strong. It's very strong. I won't do it. It won't do it. Because this was formed on a gravity well. Mars right. has an iron core like Earth does. So all the irons leached out of this core when the planet was made. That's why when rocks come down and they have no... Uh, I got that. Yeah. When rocks come down and there's no metal in there, you... you it could be possibly be from a planetary body. Now, when did you actually start like loving this stuff? Like as a kid? Or? In the 1990s. Uh, this is an electron scan of a Martian meteorite. Uh, this right here, AHL 84001, that was found in Antarctica in the 1980s. And that's an electron scan of it. If you take a look, it, it looks like a fossil. I'm not uh -huh. saying it is. It right. looks like one. But then it bothered me enough that I wanted to start securing more material for Mars. So what we have is uh, NWA 7034 Black Beauty. That one has magnetite in it. It was formed under a Martian ocean. To send it over there, looks like it has bits of microscopic coal. Like, it does, but it could be contaminated from Earth. We don't know. But the point is, I, I think it's possible Mars had life at one point. Not now. I'm not saying. Right. And I'm talking bacteria. Yeah. I'm not talking, you People, know, yeah. Yeah. And I just think that's possible. So that's what got me interested in it. But now I just think it's... So cool because I think we're going to reach Mars one day. Yeah, I mean that one-way trip, man. Yeah, you won't find me on that. <laughs> I actually was afraid I was on the internet the one day looking at it, and I afraid I almost like signed up for it. Oh, it's not really. I, well, you know that it's not. Going well, to well, it be takes one seven way. years to get there, right? Well, no, it's going to take much less. Uh, what, what will happen is it's probably going to be a nine-month trip there, and there's going to be return flights. Hmm. You're not going to be stuck there. Really? But, yeah, because they're, they. I still won't do it, but. The thi you won't be stuck there if you don't want. The people that will be going there are going to be have a, hard, a harder life initially. They have to. Uh, they're going to have to most likely dig tunnels and live underground for a while. Oh wow! You know, it's it's not going to be easy, but uh, I think it's needed because we're currently every single human being is on one planet that we know of. Yeah, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah. One asteroid, one one giant calamity, and we could all be killed. You know, and so I, I agree with the Elon Musk's philosophy of, mm -hmm. of having a, a multi-planet society. So now in this world, is there like a holy grail of an asteroid you can get? Uh, yes. The holy grail for me is that one. AHL 8401. So you, that's the one of the scans. Yeah, that one's at NASA's headquarters. They won't let me touch it. Another one is another meteorite, which I've been begging for, and the Russians won't let me touch it either. There is a, uh, there's a meteorite that's from the Martian moon of Phobos. It landed on a Russian military base out of all places on the planet. So the chances of me getting that are Have you ever, like, gone over to, like... No, they won't, they won't even let me touch it. Oh, I've right. sent them emails. I've been begging Do them. Do they I respond them, in Russian or just... No, they respond with almost, like, a, a derogatory tone. The oh, Russians really? just don't want to deal with, with an American Putin's probably listening to this right now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they just don't want to deal with an American asking for their material, you know? So what were you doing before this? I used to own an SEO company. Okay. I, I, I worked, now, what's that? I worked then? with Google. Okay. Yeah, I just ranked companies higher in the search engines, stuff nice. like that. So, but this is far more interesting. 
Yeah, like I said, this is super interesting. I mean, do you, like, when you can't, like, when you're telling people this idea to start, were they kind of like... They couldn't believe it. Most right. people didn't realize that you can actually get material from Mercury or Mars right. here on Earth right now because we've never retrieved material ourselves from there. Yeah. But the way these arrived, an asteroid slammed into Mercury and ejected so much material off that planet that somebody landed here. I'm sure you could have seen that explosion across the solar system. Hmm. Must have been a giant rock that's. You have a telescope here? Yeah, this is a telescope. It's it, this is more of a display case because for Venus itself, this is like for the display case for Venus. We do not have material from Venus. Nobody does. It has a bone crushing atmosphere about a hundred times Earth's density. The atmosphere's heated up to nine hundred degrees. When a stone comes in, when I say it's a bone crushing atmosphere, it's similar to like what it would be on Earth at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. So when a meteorite comes in, it gets pummeled. It gets grinded coming in right you know what i mean swimming through a hard atmosphere it slams with much less force than it would be on earth or mars for example and then it has to swim through that same atmosphere to get off the planet okay and plus um venus's gravity well is similar to earth's if you weigh 100 pounds on earth you're going to weigh about 100 pounds on venus so oh, it's about okay. the same weight you know well Mer mars is one third like if you weigh 100 pounds on earth you're only like 30 some pounds on oh mars. really i didn't know that yeah so the gravity the gravity so much lower on mercury mars a smaller body so that when a stone hits it could get it off the planet gotcha that one you can't how, how, how hot is mars is it hot or? no mars can reach up to 85 degrees in the summertime at the equator okay but typically mars is not 85 degrees it's normally cold i Got would say its temperature would be more equivalent to antarctica okay than it would be to to anything else right yeah it's cold but it's doable cold what's your second favorite planet for me yeah uh, no my uh, oh hi <laughs> uh my second favorite planet i w well my first favorite planet really is earth okay I live here yeah we you love know? <laughs> you yeah. know it would be mars maybe after that one thing i think i believe that um there's some moons that we should check i know saturn and your uh, some moons of saturn and some moons of jupiter have a lot of water Europa, for example, Euclidus might have life in there. There's there's a lot of ocean worlds out there, mm -hmm. like moons that possibly have liquid water, likely have liquid water. Right. So that's probably where where I where I would say that would be my next favorite. I'm mine. I would like to see if one day we find just bacteria out there. Yes. Yeah, see, that always freaks me out when I, when I start thinking about space and yeah. figuring out like where it, yeah. it ends and begins. Yeah, I see. I do you go down like rabbit holes on like Reddit or something? Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes <laughs> you go down the rabbit holes of Reddit. I'll admit that. You know, I'm I'm the uh, I, I I subscribe to all the Reddit forums. You know, everything from space to UFOs. Yeah, I, just I mean, find it fascinating. I could imagine it gets really deep on those on those. It forums, does. So. It does. But this is pretty much the store right now, and, and we're continuously growing. We're trying to make it as big as possible, um, and trying to make it as fun as as possible for the kids. Yeah, and, absolutely. And for the adults. And, and it's going to grow, I, I think, yeah. once, you know, I mean, word of mouth. The I word mean, of mouth has been helpful. You've been here, what, six months now? Not even, three or four. Okay, four. Yeah, about four. So we opened up in July. Okay. So July, August, September. Yeah, yeah. Four, almost five. Yeah, almost five months. That's that's how long we've been here. Um, and I welcome anybody to come here and check out the store. And you go to the schools too, right? Yes, primarily. And if you're affiliated with a school district, please call me. I can. I will bring the material to your school for free. That's awesome. I don't charge the schools. Uh, I, I would. I, the only thing I ask is if the kids would be allowed to buy a rock if they wanted to. Right. Yeah, you know. Fine. But but this for free. It costs zero for the schools, and it will teach them so much more. It will right. effectively put them years ahead of right. where they are now. 
Well, now, what's this uh, Chicago? What's this thing? These are tumblers. What I do now is I take some of these meteorites, I run it through an industrial tumbler, and this is what comes out of it. Wow, it's like a liquid? It's like a liquid. Now, here's here's what's cool about this liquid. It it's Oh, wow. Magnetic. Look at that. Yeah, it's like an alien etch-a-sketch. You would start from where the liquid starts. Yeah. Oh, wow. You so you basically melt that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You, like, melt it down almost? Well, not melted. It. It's, it's Grinds tumbled. it? Yeah, tumbled. It's an industrial tumbler. Wow, so it's like almost like mercury almost, right? Like a, yeah. A it has that, liquid. has that weird feeling to it. Now, I work with a lot of local companies here. Um, for example, I take uh, I take that liquid that we just played with the magnetic yeah. the magnetic alien mud. That's what we call it here, and I hand this to uh, Stephanie over at Mudmaker. Oh, okay. She hands me back this. This tile is made out of meteorites. Oh wow! It's that this right here is a Christmas ornament, but you can buy it. Yeah. You can actually buy space material here in Palletsville now. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, I so I work with her for for stuff like that. I work with something sweet candies just so they they provide yeah. all the candy in here. All the jewelry you see here is locally created. This is made in Pottsville. Okay. Uh, the soap here comes from Rebecca's Creations. All right. You know the 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 soap shop. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful place, by the way. I suggest you guys go check that out too. Absolutely. So I, I worked with primarily only, and even the video games I, I use uh, I use a local company for George and Sons. Oh, okay. So, so what the idea behind it was, was to help as many people in Pottsville as possible because it's a small town and we need as much help as we can mm -hmm. get. Absolutely. Well, this is great, man. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. I really learn. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Roger. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Again, if you guys have any ideas, any people you think would be a, a great interview, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to reach out to them. Um, Love doing these, and uh, hopefully you guys love listening to them. So see you next week. Thank you.